Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. All right, you guys, I am here with Casey this morning. And um, after a very frustrating visit to the doctor's office yesterday, um, Casey and I just wanted to kind of touch on self-advocacy and how you can advocate for yourself when it comes to going to the doctor. Um, I feel like for those of you who don't know, I was diagnosed with celiac disease about 18 months ago, and I would have never even known that I had celiac disease if it wouldn't have been for advocating for my daughter who was having some issues that were kind of unexplained. And when we went in, she is terrified of needles. So she asked me to get the to have to be tested also, because we know celiac is hereditary. I was having some of the same symptoms, just not as bad as Harley. And when they finally agreed to do the testing before the, the nurse that called me was just like, well, if it doesn't feel good to not eat gluten, then just don't eat gluten. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is where we are in our in our medical journey, like this mm-hmm. is what are they teaching you this in nursing school or in medical school? Like, I I don't really. I find it hard to believe that anybody taught somebody that um, that celiac disease, an autoimmune disorder or mm-hmm. disease, is not something that we should have an actual medical diagnosis diagnosis for. Um, but it, it, so it's led led to a bunch of frustrations um, from from a patient standpoint and frustrations in our medical system. But I just feel like people need to know that when somebody says something like that to you, you don't really just have to take that and go home and tuck your tail between your legs. Like you, it really, you really do need to advocate for yourself. And so Casey, let's talk about what that might look like. Yeah. And I think it's such an important um, topic. And I'm excited that we're, that we're touching on it today. Um, and we've been having some really great conversation about your labs, which has been really, really fun. And I, but I, I can't stress enough the importance of self-advocacy. Um, you know, you and I coming from health backgrounds and that kind of thing. Um, it's something that it still is not something that comes natural to people, you know, and when you talk about, uh, even previous generations and stuff where basically it's like, you know, the doctors were the know all the, the end all be all, like whatever they told you had to be right. Whatever they told you had to be what was best for you. Um, and even as a kid and being as a young adult, like I would, I can remember, like I would sit in a room and like not really be understanding it, like maybe grasping broad concepts, but then like leaving and then being like, okay, now what does all of that mean? Like, what do I actually need? Right. Or, or really being like, well, whatever they said, but they gave me this medicine. So I'm just going to take it. Um, and, uh, I've been on a very extensive, frustrating, um, at times scary mental health journey with my dad and going through things with his doctors and things like that. 
Um, but I think the really important things that people need to understand when it comes really to self-advocacy is like the number one thing is just really knowing yourself um, through self-awareness, understanding the way your the way you feel the what's going on in your body. And that's like so many things that we talk about um, is do relates directly to our bodies. You know, what do our bodies need? How is our body feeling? How does our body respond about things? Like we just had a whole conversation, you know, when you talk about functional nutrition, it's understanding how your body is feeling with the foods that you're eating, you know, and looking at it at a much deeper level. And so understanding yourself um, is going to be, I think like the first step and the key step in really understanding how to advocate for yourself. Because if you go in and you're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really know. And you, and you, yeah. you've not, you're not very aware of what's going on. You're just like, something is not right, but I don't know what is right. Um, you know, it, it can be a barrier in being able to kind of understand because if you're not able to really verbalize and communicate it with your practitioner, you know, it, it doesn't make their job really that any easier either. And they're going to revert back to like the things that they know, what they were taught, what's in the textbook, um, and not really looking at it as a whole. Again, they are, um, they are symptom based. That's, that's the way I like, I mean, they are, they're symptom based. What are the symptoms? What, it, what is it that you're looking to have resolved? Like what symptoms do we need to treat? And that's where a lot of, um, that's where a lot of the mentality rests. Um, and some of that is due to a number of different things, but, um, there is an increasing now of like functional medicine doctors and homeopathic doctors. And if you are in a situation where you can gain access to one of those, that is, I'm going to plug that right here for you. Um, especially if you've spent time in traditional medical settings and you're, you just feel like you're not getting anywhere. Um, right. Do, do some research, um, try to figure out, like, see what else is available for you. Um, and then you need to kind of know, know your needs a little bit, you know, what is it really, maybe you don't know what's going on, but what is the resolution that you're looking for? What is it that you want? What is it that you need from your, from your doctor, from your practitioner to really help you, um, kind of feel like you've, you've been heard that you guys are moving in the right direction, that you're going at this at the same pace, hand in hand, um, you know, and understanding like, okay, I don't, maybe I can't really pinpoint what's going on, but what is it? What do I want my outcomes to be? You know, what do I right. hope to gain by going through the, you know, by talking to my doctor, what do I want them to hear? What do I need from them? Um, um, and that way you also then know how to get what you want. You know, if you have, if you're understanding, you've taken some time, you know, cause doctors have very short limited amount of time, especially right. you go in for like a 15 minute exam or a 15 yeah. minute appointment with your doctor. And it's like, you're expecting to sit and troubleshoot your body with your doctor. It's just not going to happen. And they're yeah. like, okay, I've got another patient in 10 minutes, like spit it out. What do you got? Yeah. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, all right, how can you, how can I go in prepared? Right. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things as a nutrition coach that I am always really pushing my clients to do is come with a food journal. And so if you have something going on with your body, keep a journal. Cause I swear when you go and you sit in front of a doctor and they start asking you questions, your mind's going to go blank, Absolutely. write it, <laughs> write it down. If you on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you were feeling like da, 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 da. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then you felt like this. And, you know, Casey, you and I had talked about, 
you know, not just tracking, I'm in a tracking space where I track macros and I track like my strength and stuff and how my workouts feel with my nutrition, but it's not necessarily tracking like how my mood is or how my body's feeling outside of the gym. And, you know, that was one of the, that's one of the things that I, for the future, I need to be tracking for myself or that it's also important for me to be tracking with my clients. But if I'm going to the doctor and I'm going to address some of those things, then I need to have, I need to have something that shows that I've prepared for the appointment. Right. And not something like, Hey, I have this, this, and this, can you give me this medicine? Right. Because then doctors have also been taught about drug seeking behavior and things like that. It depends on what you're looking for. Um, and then understanding that the things that you're looking at, the research that you're doing is coming from credible sources that you're not just looking on Wikipedia, um, that you have some validity to what you're talking about. It's like, all right, I did some research. I looked up what these labs said, or I looked up what these levels are. Um, I looked up the testing that I need because I'm feeling this way. I think it might be this or this, but I'd like to have some testing done. And this is what I would like to happen. And, and I was very clear with my doctor when I went in this time that it was like, all right, I have this, this, and this going on. I think it might be this, this, and this, I need this, this, and this test. And she said, well, what are you expecting to get out of this? And I was like, I don't want to be in our case, some things can get you sent home. Right. Um, right. From, from an overseas duty station. I'm like, I'm not here to get sent home. Right. That's what a lot of them <laughs> feel like, especially when spouses or active duty come in and complaining about something, they think that they just want to be sent home. So they're really dismissive and frustrated. And I was like, I don't want to be sent home. Okay. So just so you know, that's not where I'm at. Second, I'm not here because I want you to pump me full of medication, right? I want awareness so that I can tackle this from a different way. And, you know, for like you and I were talking about earlier, this might look like, uh, you know, an anti-inflammatory protocol, or it may look like taking some things out of my diet temporarily and then putting them back in slowly. So I know how my body reacts to them. And, but I don't know what to do until I know what's wrong. And, um, that was the big thing when I went in to talk to this doctor, she was happy to give me any of the tests that I wanted. She just needed to know what I needed. And so just kind of going in prepared like that is helpful. And if you have a way to communicate with your doctor online, we have a a help link system that we use to communicate with our doctors here. Um, and I'm able to email my doctor, email the nurse and be able to have conversations with them and know what I need to come to the appointment with. And I think that's really important too, is just having that open line of communication and saying, Hey, I've got some things going. When they ask you what's wrong, why are you wanting to schedule the appointment? You say, Oh, I want a medication refill. And then you go in and pop all this other stuff onto your doctor. That really doesn't leave them a lot of room to be prepared Mm -hmm. for what's going on. Um, So I think that's really important too, is to to just be mindful of, of the space and like the limited time that they have. And to know that you'd be very specific about what it is that you want. Absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's a huge thing for us. I think it's probably happening across the board. Um, you know, I mean, and I've had doctors that have been very open and listen, and I go in and say, listen, I've had this before. These are my symptoms. This is what I want. And they will do whatever. And then I have one, huh? my experience here has been very different with that. Um, and it's mm-hmm. been, it was very dismissive, you know, and it's very like, basically like, 
and it was a lot going on. And I, we did a repeat appointment and the second appointment was just as unproductive as the first, but it was basically, you know, but I, one thing I could appreciate was her coming in and saying like, we don't have time to cover all of these. So like, tell me what is like most important. And that's something too, like knowing yourself, prioritizing what you feel is most important. What are your top things? And then like work your way through your list and it may take multiple appointments. Um, but I think the most important thing that I can, that I can stress is to say like, if what they're saying doesn't sound right, or you feel like, like, man, I hear what you're saying, but like, when it comes to my body, like that just doesn't work. Okay. You like knowing yourself enough to trust that gut and to push back and say, I can, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm telling you is that when I do this, or this is the way that I'm feeling, and this is how long this has been going on and really creating that history for them. Like you're saying, like that tracking, journaling, understanding, like Mm -hmm. that is something that that is very critical and key information that your doctor is going to need because they are, I mean, and even here you can schedule a time and they can walk in late and they're still going to, they're going to still adhere to the time block that you were given, even though they cut into five or 10 minutes of it, then they don't push it past to say, okay, well, you, your, your appointment was for 15 minutes. I came in five minutes late. Now you only have 10 minutes, you know? And so it is a very frustrating situation. Um, and so it's yeah, they why have to make up that time somewhere, you know, and that's, yeah, and that's the thing is like, you don't want to add to the problem either. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, Hey, you know, I'm here, I'm prepared. This is what's going on. I just want some answers. But I think that um, a lot of times, and, and I don't know for whatever reason, that a lot of doctors are just really hesitant to do blood work and labs. And I just feel like, man, if you have insurance, like do the labs, like what, yeah. what is it going to hurt? We to have do the labs. Yep. And here, um, you know, and, and we're both in Japan, we're on different bases, but I mean, we're both on Navy bases in Japan. Um, here, it's almost like. I I mean, I had my daughter's psychiatrist literally say, he's like, I, they're actually discouraged. Like they, they almost get in trouble if they try to, like, if they have testing done, they're like, they really have to basically defend why they are ordering certain tests. And if you go in with your symptoms and your tracking and you say, this is what has been going on in my body. This is how I'm feeling. This is Mm -hmm. what I know. This is what I need to have testing for. Then that better supports you and getting you what you, you know, like what you need, you know, even when, right. Cause when Ryan, when we, we did, we did some for testing, um, through coming out of the mental health clinic, they don't really have the same restrictions. Right. Because like when you're, when it's coming out of mental health, they tend to pay more attention. And so, um, when he was wanting to look at when, when, after she received her depression and anxiety diagnosis, and he wanted to look at some of her levels, um, there was one, I, I think it was, it may have been B12 actually, um, vitamin D is another big one. Vitamin, maybe the vitamin D was one. There was one that he wasn't going to test for because he was like, generally, I think it was B. Anyway, there was one he wasn't going to test for because he's like, I, I literally like nobody really ever is, de- is deficient in this. And I was like, okay. Oh. But like the functional nutrition part of me, I was like, but he said, he's like, we're drawing the labs anyways. He's like, if you would like to have it, so you have her numbers. He was like, I'm happy to include it. And I said, I would like for you to do that. And so he did. He's like, they're yeah. taking the blood it's just one more thing that they 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 run for and I'm like um but it's very yeah, definitely it definitely wasn't vitamin b12 or vitamin d then <laughs> but 
Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. And he was actually surprised that her iron course, he told me her iron was low and then he gave me her levels and I was like, but she's right in the normal range. Um, but he felt like she was low in her iron, but her vitamin D was actually not low. And he was like, I'm actually really surprised. He's like, so whatever you're doing, keep doing. And I was like, well, we go outside, <laughs> we get sunshine. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, and outside. I never did, I never did put her on that iron supplement. And it, and I know if I, if we get to the point where like we go back and we test and it's still on the lower end, um, there is an alternative form that I would purchase. Like I'm not going, I'm not going to the pharmacy to get the, the iron that they, um, that they prescribe because I'm like the side effects that come generally with iron supplementation. I was like, I'm not creating more issues to treat when I, when I can, when I can ultimately help boost her iron from a nutrition standpoint. Um, but I just think it's really important when you, the more you get in tune with yourself, the more tracking that you do, the more you really take that time. Like, you know, I talk to my clients a lot about mindful wellness because it's not just the physical body. Like you have to be very mindful in not only what, how your body, like what you're feeding your body, but how your body is really feeling. Like how, how is your, if you eat something and all of a sudden you're like, I really need a nap. Okay. We need to talk about that. Your meal should not make you sleepy. <laughs> like, um, you know, I mean, maybe Thanksgiving with the tryptophan and the turkey, but, um, you know, but really like just empowering, being empowered to say, I'm going to take control. I'm going to, I'm going to start paying attention to what my body needs. I'm going to start paying attention to how my body feels. And that way, when I go into my doctor, I have control of this situation and I'm empowered to basically speak up and speak on my behalf versus allowing a doctor to come in and be very dismissive because maybe for whatever reasons it is, um, where you really just feel like that you are being heard. And if you do all of that and you go into your doctor and your doctor still is kind of like, well, you know, they kind of have like this, I, I, you know, it, you're crazy. I'm the doctor, find a new doctor. Like if you continue yeah. to go in, not getting answers, one of the best ways to advocate for yourself is change your healthcare provider. <laughs> go find, yes. go find someone else. Go check with your insurance company. If your insurance company will cover a functional medicine doctor, go find you one, like figure out what your resources are and how you can access them to get yourself the full, um, like that full wellness focused, um, healthcare team in place because that's just not where medicine, I just don't feel like it's just not where medicine is. I think there's a lot of attention being brought to it. I think there's certain areas and people are shifting into that. I think it's going to be right. a slow, slow process of how we shift from traditional medication, because unfortunately we have very large pharmaceutical companies who control basically our medical <laughs> industry on a, on a very large scale. And right. that's why they don't want you to seek alternatives ways to heal your body. They want you to take their medication. So seek second opinions. Yeah. Check to change your doctors. Yeah. And there's a way to do it being respectful, being, you know, being professional and all of those things that, you know, you don't need to walk into somebody's office being super confrontational, but at the nope. same time, like, if you go in and you are knowledgeable and you are informed and you are prepared, then that definitely puts you in a different light when it comes to 
the doctor. I won't guarantee that they'll all be susceptible, you know, receptive to it, but um, yeah, some, some of them are annoyed that, that we find out information and they went to medical school and, you know, I, I get that. Like, I understand that can be frustrating, like let them doctor, but at the same time, it's like, okay, so I'm an intelligent person. I'm, I am able to think of things in a diagnostic and a troubleshooting manner. I'm a problem solver. So yeah. I'd like to solve my own problems, <laughs> but like, I need your I, help. Yeah. I had my first experience with Navy medicine. My doctor was fantastic. And he would literally would say to me, you know, your body better than I do. And that's what a doctor should be able to admit. You know, you should know, you know, your body better than your doctor, right. you know? And when a doctor instead basically is like, I know better than you do because I've had all this education. Like it's time to find somebody else, you know, but yeah. you, cause you are the most important piece of your healthcare team. You have to look at yourself as part of your health healthcare team. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and you are the most critical part, but you have to be able to play an active role in that. And that means being in tune with yourself and then following through and being consistent with what it is that, you know, we don't know if something works or not, if we're not willing to be consistent, like follow a process. Absolutely. All right. Well, I am going to end today's podcast on that note. Um, If you guys have any questions for Casey or myself, again, um, we are not medical professionals. We are, um, we definitely have a, we stay in our lane when it comes to this type of thing. But if you have questions about any of this, we'd be happy to point you in the right direction. Um, if you have suggestions for other podcasts or you want to hear us talk about something, feel free to reach out. We'll put the notes, um, put our contact information in the notes and make sure you follow us to stay um, up to date with our podcast. All right, you guys have a great day.